took like 17 tries. Oh my god, so this is totally part two because we're new to this and I didn't realize the computer crunched off in 30 minutes. Oh my god, hi, welcome back. Yeah, so if that sudden stop feels sudden to y'all too, yeah, it was sudden for us too. So. I mean, I kind of saw it coming, but I didn't know how to wait a signal you, so. Oh, okay. So Sorry. here's the fun fact when it comes to technology, more Glamazon? Not the one. Not the one. I'm usually the one doing all our tech shit, but I'm painting right now, so. Always the one doing it. Always. Every photo that's on my Instagram, anything that has to do with it. Why I have a link tree. Like, oh, everything. Literally everything. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, if you ever feel like Morgan has not, Morgan Amazon has not honored you in a way, no, it might have been me who forgot to honor you. Because I just blank it, won't do it, because I just am like, I don't remember, I don't know how. So here we are. I will honor you in person. I will give you a shout out always. Um, at a gig, on a microphone. All For the whole stuff. 20 people there. Hey, every shout out, every shout out happens, matters, counts. Yeah, it's cute, but you know what else is cute? When you link your friend's stuff to things so that they can make money, too. You right? I know I'm right. I ain't got no photos of my new outfits, so one day let me link to We'll see what we can do about that. Um, where were we? I have no fucking sure, because you definitely stopped me in the middle of a comment. So, yes. I was growing. I figured out, like... This is the route I'm going to go. Glamour. Country glamour. Camp. Well, we have... I know it took me a second to really get to camp because I realized, okay, glamour is going to get me somewhere closer to where I want to be. So I was like, okay, we're going to do glamour. And then I had that full mental breakdown. I don't know if you remember this mental breakdown, but it was like, I don't know how to give people what they, how to perform for people as a glamour queen, because I don't, I'm not glamorous. I can't dance. I can't do that whole thing. So then, I don't know what pushed me there, but I was like, oh, shit, duh, just be funny. I don't know if it was something you said or something that just like hit me. It was like, duh, just be funny. Have fun with it. Well, it's very fun, you're winning. So that's really what got me to camp. But I, camp was not the first direction I went to. So then I was like, okay, so I'm going to be funny. I'm going to be glamorous-esque. And then, of course, country that whole Southern vibe. And then I wanted to be more of a real woman. And all it took was someone saying, hey, here's a breastplate for $80 for me to go, all right, we're going to sign up for, you know, this whole exaggerated woman. Because that's when I let you talk me into pads, because to be campy. have the pads first. Yes. But going into this whole big more, that's when I let the pads happen, is when I was like, oh, to be funny, I need to have this outrageous body. Because I really stood by the idea that women can look, can come in every shape. And it, I don't need pads to look like that. 
But if I want to be comical in a, having a big ass, it's just going to help that. And this is where we become problematic. No joking. Um. How does <laughs> having a big ass make you funny? No, Not- it's fine. No, it's... <laughs> I... I'm enjoying this too much. No, um... <laughs> I think it's the, like, everything about drag is the dramatization of, of what the female, the stereotypical female figure is. So that's, like, for me, like, that's what drag is. Like, being making all female form dramatic. Um, no, I was just being stupid. Because I was like, oh, so, like, you want to say just, like, having a big ass makes you funny? Making fun of, like, is that is that what you're saying? Yeah. Fat people? Hilarious. We have to be. What? Fat people have to be funny. Do they? I mean, I was pretty funny when I was fat. So I guess. You know, kind of just like stuck around. But also being gay, like, people think you're being funny when you're not. Like, you can be such a mean bitch and people are like, oh my god, you are so cute. Yes, queen, sissy the boots down. And you're like, I just no. called you, called you, your mother, and your entire family, cunt McNuggets, <laughs> with a side of bitch ranch. And they're like, oh my gosh, yes, living, living my best, yes, you are living your best life. Thank you so much. And you're like, bitch, shut up, go away. Being gay gives you such a pass, and I love it. Honestly, being a drag queen, another reason I became a drag queen. Yeah, so you can be whatever the fuck you want. Oh my goodness, people love it, people eat it up. You do have to have some element of stand-up, which is like we're all getting better at, because like, not easy. But if you can get some one-liners down, if you're a party for straight people, oh, all the stereotypical one-liners work really, 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 really well. Oh, it's really great. Um, just like... Oh my god, drag no, queens just are pick kind anything. Of, drag queen, what? If you pick anything anything that has been seen on Drag Race or Will and Grace, you're good. You're good, especially with the straight crowd. And then, like, I feel like drag queens are kind of like a pillar of the gay nightlife community. Like... I mean, in Albany, it's probably, like, not as much, but I feel like everywhere you go, like, every gay bar you have has drag queens, has those performers that make it a little bit more more warm and welcoming. Like, you're going to say hi to a drag queen before you say hi to a circuit queen any day of life, any day of the week. Um, and most drag queens are really, really, really nice people with sometimes with really, really, really shitty, like, fronts. <laughs> but... Well, it comes with the territory. That's just the reality of it, is drag personas really do call for you to be a little cunty. Like, you can be try to be the nicest queen who's ever walked on the earth. <laughs> Me. And then... But you're not gonna... Your personality is just gonna be dull. Yeah... Because that's not what the crowd wants to hear. The crowd does not want to hear you being, oh my god, you're so fabulous. You're, everything you do is just stunning. No, they want to hear you say, girl, you may look good tonight, but I saw you almost fall. 
ew. Yeah, like, that's what a crowd wants to hear from a drag queen, which is unfortunate, but also, like, that's no, how we make our money. Nothing about it's unfortunate. I live for every moment. I know. And the I'm, one show... I'm the nice one. Maybe in I No, I'm, out of the two of us, I am the nice one. Uh, not when we're hosting. No, you're way too nice when you're hosting. I know. You, you're you so fucking nice, and I'm just like, ugh. You were so bored at the one show. I was like, I'm so fucking bored. Drag queens that are nice to each other, all the fucking... Do you guys hate each other? Do you hate them? Are they not your friends? Why are you being nice? Because I have no good reason. Yeah. Shout out if you were recently in a drag show with Jezebel and she was nice to you. (laughs) You're not really your friends. Um, Um, Not everyone. (laughs) There are some people that does apply to. You can figure it out. It's a long list. Short list. Girl, I ain't been around that long, so it's not that long of a list. Oh, a nice amount of shows. For, yeah, the last couple months, I've been relatively busy for a newer, newer queen. If anyone's curious, I didn't really start performing until August of 2021, so... And now she does death jobs. She does, and the first one was a total accident. You hate my death drops, which I find hilarious. I'm just afraid for your knee. I'm afraid for your knee. Which I'm just so afraid for your knee. It's hilarious because it doesn't hurt me at all. And my knees are broken, but I know that I'm like technically doing them the technical way. And I'm doing them in a way that looks pretty for me. So, let's talk about your growth into being one of Albany's premier queens. Ew. I know, you hate that. You hate (laughs) when people say that to you. (laughs) But you have. Let's talk about that that life change. What really set that off? Because I know what set it off, but let's see what you think set it off. Um, I would say Pride Season. Pride Season was, like, wild for me. Um, what side of, <laughs> I mean, or the accidental, someone accidentally trying to cancel me and getting me bookings and by every other queen everywhere else, like, that, like, not to sound that way, but I'm a very nice person, so someone trying to cancel someone very nice and who's done good for the community and done good for multiple different things doesn't go over well, so it essentially got me bookings because someone was trying to cancel me. I think that's really... And then once I was working more, people saw, like, between what I was doing for the community and then how I perform and, like, got to meet me, it just continued the booking. That's really what I think did it. See, here's where I'm going to disagree with you because it happened a lot earlier than that. And you, you, your brain doesn't register it because it wasn't a performance. For those who don't know more Glamazon on a personal level, she has been a pillar in the BLM movement during in the Albany area, like an actual pillar. 
the moment that you became an icon was when you walked out in during, that dress. During the protest. During the protest. I did lead a protest in, in full drag. So, like, that definitely... That's when you became an... You stood out from the other queens. Tim, that was my year to try to get in drag race. Fuck, I missed it. <laughs> no, honey, you're not even there next <laughs> I don't need that. I so love far. you, but you have a few more... Unless you want to go on and not win a single mini challenge. I'm screaming. Who cares about mini challenge? I'm going to main page. Um, well, minis are how you get the one up because it is a reality TV okay. show. So that's also how you appear more. It's a one up. I'm joking. Um, but yeah, no, that was definitely something that put me on the map because I was also one of the loudest voices talking about things that were uncomfortable for people to talk about um, and continue to be to make people uncomfortable and make people think you're not gonna not gonna be in a setting and not try to make a difference um, and I think that's something where it's like my regular personality and more glamazon have merged because that's something that both both entities live by is that we're going to make a positive impact and a positive change in the world um, and I, I definitely, yeah, I see that as, like, one of those moments. Yeah, there's definitely my, still probably my most shared photo mm-hmm. to date would be the photo in the middle of the street leading that protest. Because um, it's an iconic moment. Yes. Are there other dresses that do exactly that? Yes. But there are no other you who did that. I mean, there was not, there were no other, there weren't many other drag dresses that wasn't seen on drag. Like, that was one of the first drag moments of Black Lives Matter, I do say so myself, before it was on mainstream media. Just saying. Exactly. And that's why I say that was a turning point for your drag career. Because right. there's no coming back from yeah, that. Yeah, I did interviews. Oh, yeah, that guess. Yeah, I did a lot of things surrounding that. I didn't even think about that. I never think about that. Because it's it's that's not, not what, the type of... That, that's not what that was. That's not what that moment was there for. So, like, for me, like, that was doesn't really talk about my drag career because that was very separate. That was just, like, leading a Black Lives Matter pride that, as an activist, that I was performing at because it was a pride event that we were also protesting so like there was nothing about that that was ever going to be a photo op ever going to be for anything it just so happened that we have people documenting every moment of every everything we were doing for the last two years and that's how that happened because i still am a firm believer of like i did, did not come to make a name off the black lives matter movement i did not come to make a coin off the black lives matter movement i did not come to make anything but a difference Honestly, you're, so I had to run away. I ran away for a couple months because I had a full mental breakdown. If oh, anyone... I ran away too, technically, the first lease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just ran to another bed, but that's different. Everyone say hi to his current boyfriend sitting in the room. Hello. <laughs> that is not your voice. It's not what you sound like. Talk how you talk. I 
Thank you. Anyway, yeah, so I had to run away. But, um, I still, from, kept in your corner, tried to stay in your corner as much as I could. Best ally, uh, 10 out of 10, of all the allies in my life, still, states away, best ally. Best ally I could ever have. I did what I could, because I have crowd anxiety, so going to protests were never going to happen. That's okay, because there's multiple ways to make a difference, and you were doing every single thing else. The amount of times I played medic. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. It's great. I I was like, all right, send your wounded here. We're going to bet. Patch won't send him back out for war. That's <laughs> let you you act like our house didn't become a safe haven. It really did, which was great and also unfortunate all in one breath. Oh my gosh! For anyone that is that is that is in the movement and wants to make a difference, make sure you you save your safe space for that you have a place that is just your safe space, like for you. Because when you bring all that energy from everything that you're fighting for back to your space on a regular basis, when I say regular basis, I mean five to seven days a week basis, it becomes a lot. And then you don't have a safe space, so you definitely need one of those. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes at the time, it was okay. We learned to deal, we learned to accept, we learned to work with it. We managed. We managed, yeah. You managed and... Myself and our old roommate functioned. Were we always happy in the situation? No. no. Some of us were a little less happy about it, but you know what? Some of us were closet racist, but like it is what it is. Well, he was able to come out of one closet. Hopefully, he'll figure it out soon. Oh god, that one's really problematic. Yeah. Isn't he like full blown canceled? <laughs> yes, but like, oh, we used to do an episode of canceling because I need to talk about like, can I enjoy the music? Can I? Can I like? Because like, if the music doesn't, if he doesn't make money from the music, just hey, like all hey, the... hey, hold, uh, take it in, save it for the next episode. Ah, uh, so if funny. everyone's curious, there will be an episode on cancel culture. If anyone wants to wonder if Jezebel Lee is my manager, the answer is yes. So if you have any problems or questions or concerns, reach out to Jezebel Lee. That's Jezebel with one Z. Because I'm what? Not a horrible person. Yeah, she changed it so she's children friendly. (laughs) (laughs) Howdy, y'all. I do Disney princess parties because I have the outfit for three different Disney princesses. Do you? Because your boobs don't fit in one of them. And I'm also stuck here to speechless. I don't even know what I I don't even remember what I was saying. Like, I don't. Oh, Oh my God. Because I am not a horrible person. What? Oh, my God. You know what? God wasn't feeling homophobic today, so I had inspiration. Technically, God was never homophobic. Like, it's not in the Bible. Homophobia, it's not in the Bible. It's just I'm trying like, to get a new catchphrase going. Just fucking go with it. That's, Damn. That's your catchphrase. You I'll tell you about the Bible. You really will. I just... 
Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, cabbage is getting real. There's cabbage in the background, y'all, as well. We're rewatching this whole episode because I want to know what happened. Oh my god. That is not the man. That's the man, Maury, but that's not the man she thought. Woo! Oh my god. Why her makeup better than mine, but her brows aren't. Girl. What? Anyway, we're gonna we gonna get it wrapped. <laughs> yes, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. You're in charge of the technology over there. Sex is great. Sex so always wear latex. So we gonna wrap it up. Thank you, little Wayne. Um, and on that note, this has been Jezebel Lee and Morgan Glamazon, and this has been problematic. Remember, be problematic, but don't get canceled.